0: man welcome to Triple triple seven live jason i'm extremely concerned i think i'm gonna need another shot and on top of that i can't attend my house of worship man welcome now let's get the gentleman in here all right tonight we're gonna have two gentlemen who sent jason and i some products from the company they run and i was damn impressed there's one device an orgon device that's shaped like a pyramid that i put on my water faucet here where I am, the water is heavily iron. And when you wake up in the morning and you drink that first glass of water, you can you can taste the iron. With this device, the iron taste is completely gone. These gentlemen's run a website called Psionic Metaphysics. I'm sure Rose will throw that in. And the CEO of the company is named Dylan, and his partner is Tony, who is calling himself an Orgon Tech. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us
1: on. Yeah, thanks, Crow. It's an honor.
0: Well, it's great to have people who are doing things here and we'll post the website in the chat. I've hooked these gentlemen up with access to the membership at crow 7 radiocom so that they can get in there and talk a bit. But where would you guys like to start? Do you want to talk about Orgone
1: first? Yeah, we can start with Dr. Wilhelm Reich was the, the most modern account of Orgone that we can find. an okay. Austrian physicist. He used to work with Sigmund Freud and he was watching a black light over some bacteria one day and when they died there was this blue energy that he could see under the black blacklight he thought that this might be the libido fred was talking about but everybody thought he was crazy so he went to the united states and he founded this place called organon in Rangeley, maine and that's actually where he's buried now and he was doing all kinds of experiments with this energy he was making little motors where you could literally just put your hands on the bar on this cart and the organ from your body would power the cart and he had cloudbuster devices that used the orgone from running water sources and channeled it through these giant pipes. It was about the size of a semi-truck, and he could
0: reverse deserts with this. Right, so I am remembering back correctly, and it's been about six or seven years since I did any research on orgone, and I knew people who were creating orgone cannons to try to stave off chemtrails, which I saw firsthand evidence that it works, but if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Reich, he had a large orgone cannon device of his own. If I'm not mistaken, he was helping make rain for farmers. And I don't know if that's the correct story that's being told now, but apparently powers that be got interested and they jailed him. They took his devices. They took his research. Is that how you guys now know the tale to be told? That's correct. They actually did a door-to-door book burning
1: in the 1940s of Wilhelm Reich's material. And the only reason that any of his books have survived into present day is because they were translated back from German into English.
0: You know, the first time that I was aware of Orgone is people had little Orgone devices that they'd made, and they were seating them around cell towers, And but what piqued my interest was when they were out at night, or when it was not quite dark, and you used a flash, you could pick up all these little orb-type things all around the Orgone, and I tested that in my yard, and I found that whatever those little things are, they are centered around the Orgone, and that's how I got interested. I had a friend who who lives in maybe the worst chemtrailing that I've ever seen anywhere, who built an Oregon cannon, which you guys have examples of it? It's the copper tubes on your website. First hand pictures were given to me, and I visited there later and saw it where a perfectly round circle would be punched right through the chemtrail cover, and within a day or two of putting the device in, once it charges up with the Earth's energy, black choppers would always show up. Are you aware of any of these applications or the fact that it's pretty clear that the powers that be pickup or- we're going energy pretty quickly and send black choppers out to check it out.
1: Yes, actually, back when I was making Tab Buster prototypes, I buried one next to my smart meter. And as soon as I did, one of those black choppers flew over my head. And also when we built our new Kim Buster here in California, which is like a super miniaturized version of the can, and it's actually indoors. And they try to disrupt the ones that work outdoors by hitting the copper pipes with microwaves. And we saw a black chopper hovering around outside the house looking for the copper pipes.
0: You know, usually these things to sound conspiratory and I guess they are they're the conspiracy but I know certainly that what you're saying is correct and the black choppers were constantly hovering over the Oregon cannon in this heavily chemtrilled area both when we were setting up telescopes to shoot and when we were messing around with Oregon and some of them were Department of Homeland Security. Jason you want to get in on this?
2: Well I don't know how much I can contribute I'm only vaguely familiar with content of Oregon I'm a little out of my league with this material to be perfectly honest
0: Well, let's go back over to Dylan and Tony. Why don't you describe in ways people can understand what is orgone energy? Orgone
1: energy, life force, chi, prana, it's gone by a lot of other names in different cultures. It would be the polar opposite of what the cell towers, the microwave ovens, and the wireless technology are putting out, which Wilhelm Reich called DOR, or deadly orgone radiation.
0: The man who is credited with rediscovering the idea of orgone energy classified the frequencies that we all use every day, And our whole hog, the way we live now, microwave, a wireless Wi Fi, that was considered deadly orgone energy. So, the stuff that's being generated by people who create orgone is pretty much the exact opposite of that. Is that the idea? It's like life energy?
3: Yes. This is Tony. Hi. And so, trees generate this. They can also call it scalar energy. Beyond that, orgone energy is generated by nature. I guess mountains are the best example of it. You look at a mountain and you'll see a cloud on top that's It's kind of it's lenticular clouds that look different than, say, a chemtrail cloud. All of those can be quantified images of those
0: kinds of clouds. Can we give people a breakdown? Let's say someone wants to make a pendant or something. There is typical ways that little devices get made that people could understand. You describe to people the elements that might come together to create natural orgone.
1: Yeah, there's actually a section on our website. You go under Learning Center, and it says how to make orgone. Some videos that we've cataloged from YouTube from other people who make basic clear resin orgone. And if you wanted to make a pendant, you could just get a silicone pendant mold instead of the typical tower buster mold, and it's the exact same process. Orgone energy is attracted by organic material, but repelled by inorganic material. And the crystal makes sure it's never DOR, it's always positive orgone. So you just take some metal shavings and some fiberglass resin, and you mix a hardener in, and then you whatever mold you want to use, and you pour the resin in there and layer some metal shavings and like a couple pieces of quartz in there, and let it dry and that's just by resin organized. The water purifier device I sent you and Jason. I'd been researching Willem Reich and Emoto for a really long time and I'd gotten sick of paying for distilled water to avoid the fluoride. Ever since then it's been the only water I ever used and after about two years of using it on myself I decided to market it.
0: My mind was blown. I took the little pyramidal shaped device I understood how it worked I understood that it was Oregon. I wrapped a wire that comes out the bottom around my faucet and I've got to tell you that we're kind of at the top of the pops here. Everyone geographically below us in our neighborhood. Many of them have so much iron in their water that they don't really use it. It turns everything orange because we're fortunate to be situated where we are. We don't have it to that degree, but it absolutely tastes like iron. We put that on the evening, but in the morning time when I first wake up, I always drink a big glass of water and I always notice how irony it is. The next morning, my wife comes in and says, oh my God, it doesn't taste like iron. I went out and I was blown away. I mean, I'm not new to Oregon but that blew my mind. Does
2: this have anything to yeah, do with I, the I, Ley Lines of the Earth or tie into any of that, like the energies of the Earth or and the way we interact with it and all that kind of thing? The
1: Ley Lines do produce organic energy. And the so-called fossil fuels are produced by the Ley Lines. The Ley Lines, are, are, they're supposed to be energizing the pyramids of Egypt and Mexico and such, and they would clean the air for us. But since they're pumping all the oil out, those aren't working correctly. So now we have to make organic devices ourselves.
0: Huh, so interesting. Right, do, do, do you guys have any experience? One of the things I noticed is we had little disks and things around, and you would notice that insects might be close to the devices. We had them near our gardens. Seems to be a lot of different ways to make orgone. Early on, you needed your seashells, your sand, your metal, quartz, all these kinds of things, and it seems like maybe the way that you're doing it is a bit simplified from there. Do you recognize different ways to make orgone, or am I just so far behind, I don't understand that what is known has advanced?
1: I consider what I'm doing a little more advanced than what most of the people who are making orgone are doing. We actually take polyester resin, fiberglass resin, and silicone and blend that together. And that's the resin that we use in the orgone. And we use uh, magnet wire, which is what they used to make electromagnets out
0: of. So when you make an orgone device, is there any typical tool you can use to measure any kind of current is the right word, but I think you understand what I'm getting at.
1: As long as there's metal extruding from the piece of the orgone, you can measure it, but you can't measure it if it's completely sealed in plastic because the energy won't conduct outside the device. But let's say the Tabbuster, there's a coil that comes out of that. You could take a Voltmeter, you can get them at your hardware store for like $12, one of the analog ones, and you just stick both ends on anywhere on that coil. And the lowest reading I've ever gotten is 240,000 ohms. And this is off of a device that fits in
0: your pocket and is not connected to electricity. So, wait a minute, are you suggest like, so many of the orgone devices you see will be, like, in a clear resin completely sealed. Is it your contention that with no lead wire out of that, you're containing the orgone in that sealed environment? With no lead
1: wire, it would just it just emanates the orgone in all directions. That's why with the water purifiers, it folks, nice. the, the wire coming out will channel the energy into the pipe that it's wrapped. We figured out with 3D printing, we think a lot of the old buildings with the uh, orgone shapes, like the pyramids, were made with 3 3D printing technology. So we go down to 20 microns, and a micron is one one one-thousandth of a millimeter. So all the way through every inch of this model, 20 microns is the precision that it prints this. And we put the actual resin and the metal and crystals inside the model and then seal it up.
0: And because the micron tolerance is so small like that, it focuses the energy a lot better. So I was so impressed when I saw that and understood how you were making it, and here's why. Jason and I have done quite a number of episodes that rely on the old alchemical ideas, even hermetic tradition that may proceed that talk about the angles of sorrow being 90 degrees well the pyramids that you're making are the angles of joy and with tolerances that precise if there's any value to any of this you guys got to be hitting the nail on the head Okay, well, we're about to go to break here, guys. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what most people call ormus or monatomic gold. I notice you're spelling it as orms, but I'd like to get into that a bit. And we've had a number of people who wanted us to cover monatomic gold. And the only reason I haven't is because as I got to looking at it again, I realized that I didn't know enough to be current. So I'm hoping that we can address that when we come back from break. Anything you want to get in before we go, Jason?
2: If anybody has any questions, obviously these two gentlemen are here and can take those for you so i'll keep an eye on the uh
1: call. in 1996 monsanto scientists found a bacteria growing inside of a pile of toxic waste so they called out bill gates and asked him what to do bill gates said you found a bacteria growing in a pile of toxic waste that's amazing you should isolate the gene that let the bacteria survive living inside of a pile of toxic waste and clone it in a laboratory then take these cloned genes and load them into spheres of nanotechnology Take the spheres and put them inside of a helium-argon laser. Then shoot this laser into a dish of plant seeds. Then plant these seeds in the ground. These are all of the crops you have been eating since 1996.
4: Hey everyone, are you tired of those same boring old food crops? I mean, we haven't had a new food crop in like 10,000 years, right? Well, Monsanto has you covered. Thanks to science, the amazing scientists at Monsanto have discovered a way to tinker with your plants on a genetic level. You don't need to spray pesticides. The plant makes the pesticides inside of its own cells. Have bug problems with your crops? Don't worry. Anytime a bug eats a GMO, its stomach explodes. Don't worry. Even though we have zero safety testing to prove this couldn't happen to you, it's perfectly safe. Now shut up and eat your poison. Isn't science just great, everybody? Possible side effects of GMO may include cancer, reproductive harm, birth defects, infertility, hair loss, nausea, dry mouth, growing tumors and faces on them, and or the inability to think clearly. I mean...
1: Possible side
4: effects of GMO may Side effects not disclosed. Hey everybody, are you super worried about the fact that the government put genetically altered plants into your food supply, reducing USDA organic? As long as it was grown from a non-GMO seed, we can tell you it's safe. But once that seed sprouts, it's not our problem what happens to it. USDA organic crops may be grown from seeds that undergo many methods of contamination, including GMO pollen, chemtrail fallout, genetic mutations caused by overexposure to weed killers, and many, many more incredibly dangerous things. Forget non-GMO project. Why on earth would you want food that's been privately sampled by a geneticist company? I mean, that'll cost you like 50 cents more at the grocery store, you could just get USDA Organic, and you may or may not have to deal with some wonderful health problems, such as cancer, infertility, hair loss, DNA changes, teratoma tumors, and...
1: USDA Organic is perfectly safe. This message has been brought to you by partners of the U.S. government and the Trump administration.
4: USDA Organic. We don't test anything.
1: GMOs are plants or animals that have had part of the DNA from another organism such as a bacteria forced into their own DNA. This began in 1996 when Monsanto, a company owned by Bill Gates, found a bacteria growing inside of a pile of toxic waste. Rather than destroy this bacteria as any sane person would, Bill Gates decided to isolate the part of the DNA inside the bacteria that allowed the bacteria to survive living inside of a pile of toxic waste and force this DNA into most of the plants you eat as well as several farm animals. Now, the new plants grown from these modified seeds drink toxic pesticides like water and Never die. So, when you eat a GMO plant, you are eating a plant that drinks nothing but poisons its entire life cycle. In addition to these incredibly deadly DNA rearranging plants, aspartame is also a synthetic GMO sweetener made by using human poop. You heard me right, aspartame is actually human poop with the genes that make sugarcane taste sweet forced into its own DNA. So when you drink diet soda or chew bubblegum, you are really eating human poop. When rats were fed only a 1% GMO diet for four weeks, this is what happened to them. As you can see, their cancer tumors are almost the size of their entire bodies. Since rats typically only live two months or so, this means that if humans eat a 1% GMO diet for 30 years, the same thing will happen to us. You have been eating GMO food since 1996. That's 24 years. This means that you have a maximum of 6 years before the mutations caused by ingesting the GMO DNA kill you, just like they killed the test animals. This message has been brought to you by GMOs
0: cause tumors with faces on them. We do not consent. All right, man, welcome back to the second half of Pro 777 Live, and welcome back, Jason, welcome back, Dylan, welcome back, Tony. Let's get into Orms or Ormus, and I'll preface the conversation. There seem to be some very strong opinions on both sides of what this is, what it was, what it's good for, what it's not good for. So we'll start with you, Dylan. First of all, why don't you tell us how we say it correctly? Is it ORMS? Is it ORMIS? A lot of places online refer to it as ORMIS, and it's monatomic gold. So how do you say it, and what is it?
1: You say it ORMIS is how it's pronounced, and I've always thought that the spelling with the U is a bit of a misnomer because it's actually an acronym in the sense for Orbitally Rearranged Monoatomic Elements. The basic ORMIS that people sell is just gold. The difference between what we're selling and what most people sell as ORMIS is, ormus is Theirs might have up to six trace minerals in it, where ours has up to 84 trace minerals in it, which is what the alchemists used to refer to as red powder one. And most people who know how to make this aren't marketing, and I don't know anybody else who is. In order to actually make through a chemical process what you can make through an alchemical process, you would need to take 84 different metals to make 84 different precipitates and combine every one of them to make what you can get off of our website.
0: Am I correct in calling it monatomic gold? Is that right? Uh, That's
1: right. We're white gold or white powder gold. It's gone by a lot of different names.
0: So there seems to be something to the whole Ormus idea here because it's been gotten a hold of and pulled like a tug-of-war in every direction from people saying it's clearly how the pharaohs of ancient Egypt lived to be 800 to the other side where they're saying males should not eat gold, females should not eat silver, all these things being said about it. So from your point of view, what is Ormus good for? Ormus is good for... For general
1: health, regrowing damaged organs and tissues, opening your third eye and detoxing from vaccines and fluoride and chemtrails. It's got a very wide variety of uses. They call it monoatomic gold because in order to make the basic stuff, you actually have to use acids to reduce pure gold into a form where it's a powder. It would be one atom per molecule. And that's why it's called monoatomic because there's one atom in one molecule. And when you get the particles down that small, they absorb into your system a lot faster.
0: So when you're going to create Ormus or are you starting with gold? I mean, do you have to actually buy gold? Can you talk a little bit about the process? Yeah, they
1: call that lye method. That's making the simple ormus that you would find in most places this is just gold. You would melt gold with acids, and you would have to have a respirator so that the fumes can kill you. The way we make it, it's called the wet method, and it's what the alchemists used to use to make the red powder. And I'm sure both of you are familiar with what a chakra is. It's a seven energy vortexes on your soul, and Certainly. each one's a different vibration color. So if you know how to use your chakras like limbs, you channel your chakra, energy down through your arm and into the solution. You take pink Himalayan salt, dead sea salt, and sodium carbonate. So baking soda is sodium bicarbonate. They call it washing soda, but it's sodium carbonate. And you combine that and the pink salt and the Dead Sea salt with warm. I always use the tap buster water because it's the cleanest water I know of. You heat that up and you mix that all together and you juice it with your chakras while you're stirring it. There's actually a video on the, there's a tap called Conspiracy Tube on our website. And there's a video called Ormus in the Making on there. We actually filmed the batch after I stirred it. You can see the gold particles and the gold actually comes out of what Wilhelm Wright called the source field, which would be the source of orgone energy in the universe because it's seemingly limitless is why we'll call it free energy
0: sometimes. So if I remember correctly, I think this came onto my radar many, many years ago and I never thought about it until in the 90s. And then in the infancy of YouTube, the story went like this. There was some dude in Arizona, Mm. if I remember correctly, and I'm reaching way back, who found a white powder and had it tested in the lab or something and then And straight away, it's claimed the Department of Defense or some authority like that Came knocking on his door. Are you familiar with this tale, or do you have a a more concise version of how it came back into our consciousness? David Hudson was
1: the man who rediscovered it in the 90s. In 1996, he was a dirt farmer in Oregon, and he found this field that hadn't been touched by pesticides or people or nothing had been grown on it for like 30 years. And he did. He found white powder. It was levitating white powder on the soil, and he collected a sample of it and sent it to a private lab to be tested in Germany. And he did get a phone call from the Department of Defense asking him where he got this material from.
2: Is there evidence for this? Direct evidence? Is there white papers? Anything we can look at that would actually uh, validate that out? So
1: you can look up David Hudson. Yeah, you, you can look up David Hudson has a company called Harmonic Enterprises. I-N-N-E-R-P-R-I-Z-E-S. And That's where I used to get it from before I figured out how to make it myself. It's decent. It's about six trace minerals, the stuff that he sells, but he makes it from
0: old soils and seabeds. So I checked out the Ormus that you guys are providing. It has a very kind of salty minerally taste to it but i've got to ask 2008 or something there were uh, quite a number of videos on monatomic gold online and they were making all these claims that it was used for this that or the other thing back through history do you think any of that's valid do you think there's a there there
1: i've definitely seen evidence it reverses gray hairs and aging of your cells and such so i can see how that it would have been used for so-called immortality where people live for like hundreds of years in a single body
2: wait you've seen direct evidence yeah, of I, that I, actually doing that i
3: personally have i been taking it non-stop for about 6 months now and i my hairline has come back a lot of my gray hair in my beard has disappeared and it's almost like the the color's comes back through the hair itself. You it looks take, like
1: you're coloring it in reverse.
3: Right. It looks like you're coloring it in reverse.
1: And
0: I think that's due to the monoatomic form That If people wanted to check this out, because I don't, fe- I, mean, I mean, I know about it. Um, I don't feel like I know enough about it. If you were going to send people that wanted to investigate the value of monoatomic gold, where would you send them?
1: There's a page called Ormus slash monoatomic gold in the Learning Center on our website. Uh, a couple of documented good, really good Ormus documentaries that are a couple hours long on Conspiracy 2. Tab on our website, and if they're still on YouTube, you could search Ormus or Monoatama Gold there, and I'm sure that there's plenty of search results there. I've seen people using it in experiments with magnetic induction hot plates and making it levitate. So
2: you've seen levitation?
1: Uh, there's uh, several, but if they're still up there, I've seen videos on YouTube. You put Ormus on one of those new magnetic induction hot plates, the so about 1200 watts, and you set the stuff on there and plug it in, and it'll levitate on top of the hot plate.
2: See, this is what we need to be focusing on. There's there's ways we have to be able to prove what's actually going on with this stuff. It isn't- show Limitless
1: about... Limitless with Bradley Cooper, the movie, and then there was a TV show that was a sequel in 20 episodes. The drug in the show, it was called NZT-48. That was supposed to be Manawatama
0: Gold. Well, it's funny you should say that, huh. because there's another drug that was apparently very hush-hush, and I can't... Hey, honey, do you remember the drug that helps you think? No, it's not it's It starts with an A. We can't remember it, but it was literally supposed to amp a person's ability to use their brain. And knowledge of it was coming out, and then it totally went away. But one of my things was, when I was thinking about monatomic gold, is this is clearly going to relate to what an alchemist does. And in a weird way, since we're talking about pulling gold from a place where it wasn't, that really starts to speak to alchemy and not the kind of crude alchemy. And I've read a lot of very old alchemical things and it feels like they're hinting at something like this, but I've never seen a clear historic record. This is part of the problem why I haven't gone at it because it's so difficult to find things that we can prove out. But I want to put this forward to get off monatomic gold for a minute here. Two of the devices that you make to a very high precision is the Giza type pyramid and the Mesoamerican type pyramid. You guys really should put those out at night, get a camera with a flash, put them on the bare dirt, and see if you can film these things going on around your devices. I would be very interested to know. That's what got me interested at first, but so many people think Oregon's nonsense. I've witnessed enough that lets me know there's absolutely something to it. I've seen a perfectly round hole punched through chem cloud cover in one of the worst areas of chems that i've ever seen and not only that the person who made it walked up some days after it had been charging in the earth and touched one of the copper tubes with a bare hand and as she walked away kind of passed out for a second and it didn't hurt her or anything but it was just more evidence that there's absolutely something going on here so if you if you're not
1: used to orgone exposure then yeah something like that could quite possibly happen if you, you your body gets overloaded just like if you have too much of anything
3: and we yeah. have this theory that people actually have an addiction to cell phone energy or an addiction to dor energy you know you get so
1: used to it maybe orgone. going yeah some people would for might freak out we were so saturated with
0: wi-fi all the time actually will, like, freak out if you put a piece of organite in their house because they're not used to the energy. I don't think there's any doubt that people, I mean, television is a flat-out example of that. People have been shown to go through withdrawals and not feel well and stuff like that if they don't get their, you know, 16 hours a day of television. It's been demonstrated, but right now, if people wanted to go and research Dr. Wilhelm Reich, there's actually quite a bit of his writings available at this point? Is that true? You
1: can still find some of his books on ababooks.com A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S.com.
0: I'll add this to the conversation. I use a Metathera device. Dr. Lena, one of the people that we've had on our big show recommended it and it's made in Germany and it's doing exactly what we're talking about here. Natural maybe natural cymatics would be a good way to describe it and I'm all about this machine. I think there's a there there. I think it's valuable. We know other people, Jason and I do, who use it daily and say they won't go without it and it's in the same vein of what we're talking about but the reason I bring it up because again its roots are in Germany and there are a number of people who have stated over the years that if you want to do engineering or science of any kind, you need to speak German. And so I kind of think there's something to all this. Jason, do you want to get in here?
2: Are you guys familiar with the episodes we've done with Dr. Lena, and do you see ties between the research and understanding that that man has, because I think he's brilliant, with all the the things you're working on? Sorry, I'm not familiar with him off the top of my head. Okay. Well, we can not worry about that now. Now, I, I would highly recommend you listening to those two episodes if you're looking for more information because he is not just a, a naturopath doctor and an allopathic medicine doctor. He's trained in alchemy. He's trained in spagyrics. Like he understands all these things and understands the real way to actually approach healing the body, not just throwing a drug at it like Western medicine does. But he seems to really understand a lot of these natural topics and I believe he also did make mention that there is something to argon.
0: I would add this. Dylan, if I was in your position, have you ever heard of cymatics? Dylan, are you familiar with cymatics? I have. Cymatics? Uh-
1: Okay. Isn't, isn't that where they use uh, the frequency generation on the sand to make the different shapes?
0: Yes. Most people don't understand what they're looking at. That's how form is created. It's a big damn deal and it's why you can find very little on it. As far as I, I've been searching for libraries that show the patterns and correspond them with the frequency. But I if I was you doing what you're doing, one of the things I would be interested in seeing is if you set up a cymatics test and you introduced orgone into one and then not into another using controls from the scientific method, design it carefully to really start to show if you... You can get a little further down the road here because all these things that are coming out of Germany that have to do with frequency, like the Metathera device, like Dr. William Reich, you know, basically what we, I guess we call it earth energy. If we were going to simplify it, they're all in the same vein and yet all of it is going to relate to cymatics. These are going to be frequencies. These are going to be wavelengths. These are going to be vibrational states. I'm just putting it out there. If I was in your position making these things and trying to demonstrate things, I would absolutely try to couple it with some cymatics experiments and see what you could show because cymatics on the face of it is very – simple to interpret at a low level. If it's complex, the pattern that's made and well-defined, it tends to be a more natural frequency. If it's kind of blurred out or blobby or the complexity is lost, it tends to be the opposite. And this is demonstrated within the idea of 440 A for orchestral tuning or the 432 called Verde tuning, one of the many names for it. So I'm just throwing it out there to you that it might be interesting way to start to try to
2: demonstrate in a visual and meaningful way to people where the value might be here. I think it's also interesting to note that it seems that at the turn of the 20th century and then the first couple decades, a lot of folks were doing independent research on how reality really is. And then leading up to the Second World War with the eugenics movement and all of that, it just got totally squashed, and after post World War II, we're, we're done it, it's it's over. Then the whole put everyone back to sleep thing seems to have gone on, and that's it. Like uh, the Rockefeller medicine and everything centered around that seems to be what's in total control.
3: I guess it's like the modern day book burning. I don't want to oversimplify what's going on here, but you know, if we if we're not able to access the information, like I said, I was in massage school. I got this class one day. And they're watching a. a a video about water. And I said, wait, water isn't a chemical. It has memory. Are you kidding me? And so I I don't know when everybody else learned that, but Dr. Emoto was a big part of our understanding of how we
0: make this product. I was just going to say that is a strong damn foundation. I think there's very few people in this chat room that at the time they first were exposed to Omoto's work. I mean, any thinking person starts to realize, hey man, there's more than this. I'm pretty damn big books and unfortunately, they're, they're modern edits. If you follow what I'm getting at here, they're they're not without um, agenda. But what I did take is the substrates and things that you use to demonstrate the cymatic patterns it can be anything from a liquid to a powder. But the powders tend to need, need to be very micro fine and very dry. And it also has a relationship to the, to, to the level of, I don't know, smoothness. Is that the right way to say it? Probably not. Uh, of the plate that you're no. using. Yeah. But one of the things that I did walk away with is funny. It's like two sentences in this book. It's a hardback book that cost a fortune. It's about an inch and, you know, two inches and a half thick. There is one sentence in there where they mention an experiment that I was able to find other inferences of where a cymatic plate that's being charged with a frequency has a liquid as the pattern-making medium. I think it was some kind of oil, very viscous oil that they were using. (laughs) So they charge the plate and they get the pattern and they turn the plate on its side and all the liquid stays stuck to the plate. They turn it upside down. The frequency is holding the pattern. The medium liquid is sticking to the plate. So then they turn it on its side again and just click off the frequency generating the pattern for a moment and instantly the liquid begins to slide off the plate. And the moment they clicked it back on, it jumps right back into its shape. And that's evidence of what we would call anti gravity or any number of things, which is why I don't poo poo the idea that you know there could be a levitating monatomic gold. I don't have any experience, but I'd sure as hell like to know more about it. I, you yeah, have no an, uh,
3: I, do you have an electronic plate? I, I don't even know how to procure one of those. Um. I think you can get them on
1: Walmart. It's just like it's like forty dollars or something. It's like a magnetic induction hot plate. Right. You could right.
0: you yeah. could do it with your voice. You could just make a big tube with a membrane stretched over it, a rubber membrane, and just go ooh. Into sure. it with sand on it. That would be the most basic version. Actually, they claim that it was an opera singer, someone else who used a device like this, who first realized could show that the human voice creates form. That's one of the claims of where it started. But basically, the more advanced version, Jason and I have talked about doing a movie on this because Jason's a, 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 an audio tech so tone generation, all that would be right in his ballywick. It would be easy I for us. I definitely have
2: some ideas.
0: Yeah, it would be easiest for us to run the numbers and start to demonstrate these are healthier frequencies. These are probably not. But the cymatics, in my view, kind of does that for you. Once you understand the complexity and the well-defined shapes are more helpful. Not only that, we have places like Rosalind Chapel. Rosalind Chapel has a bunch of cymatic pattern put into the chapel. the chapel. The cathedral that just got burned up, there's claims that there was cymatic being used to heal people before it was a vatican institution with singing and organs and other devices these things are hard to prove outright but i absolutely accept it it's all possible and that's because i know something of cymatics but we're getting down to the wire here guys we've got a couple minutes if you do put your devices outside at night in gardens and you know you see animals attracted or you take the flash photography test um, please share those with us so we can share them with the community and the other thing is, is if you do anything with cymatics and the energy that you are trying to produce here called orgone we'd be very interested in any of that Jason anything you want to get in we're about a minute out two minutes out
2: well guys where are you going with everything that you're doing what's your intention what, where do you want to see yourselves in the next couple of years just kind of curious what your plans are I,
1: mean, I really started this
2: business just to
1: help heal the planet from all the poisons that are being dumped everywhere right now uh, you, you- I, sure. I figured out how to clean water, clean air, clean EMF, all that. I've never seen any effect on GMOs, unfortunately. But other than that, I'm pretty sure that we can reverse all of these poisons ourselves. It's, I think the problem most people have is they want to depend on an external agency to do this for them. And in this society, I just don't think that's going to
0: happen. Here's the thing, man. I wanted to have you on because I'm rooting for you. I appreciate your mindset that we can do something about this. That is the most important thing out of all of this. A mindset that goes at these things is going to find solutions. So all day long, I think what you're doing is worthwhile. But proving it out in meaningful way so that a lot of people can appreciate it, that's a big deal. But anyhow, Jason, anything else? We need to get these guys to say where they can be found Do you want to add anything? We're down under the wire here.
2: Yeah, guys, are you going on any other shows? Are you doing anything else? Like, how are you trying to get the word out there?
1: We toured a Conscious Life Expo earlier this year, and we're planning on sending Jimmy Church
0: from Fade to Black Radio some of our products, too, to get on there. You know, it's getting people to actually use the product. I've got to wrap up. I just posted where you can find these two gentlemen, their website.
1: Our website is psionicmetaphysics.com, which is P-S-I-O-N-I c-m-e-t-a-p-h-y-s-i-c-s-dot-c-o-m, Our email is psionicmetaphysics at gmail.com, spelled the same way as the website. And our business phone is 818-949-6770.
0: They will be over at CrowTriple7Radio.com, and I've invited them to open a thread. Anyhow, we hope that you'll all be there next Thursday for Crow Triple Seven 7 Radio. We will be covering the decade of the 70s. There it is, man. Cheers. Cheers.
4: No spell.
3: No prayer. And no hell but the one you made. Let's cast off and turn tail.